Hey, sis. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Now, real quick before we get into the show, did you know that this podcast is a spinoff from a book that I wrote? Yes. Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. In this book, I share my story about how I identified toxic patterns of thinking about life and motherhood. I share how God helped me to transform by the renewal of my mind. I didn't want to keep this revelation to myself, so I packaged it in a book to share how you can transform your mindset and lifestyle too. This book is for anyone who desires to break unhealthy generational patterns in their family, want to build healthier and stronger relationships with their children, or for anyone who wants to overcome the battle of negative thoughts in their mind. After reading this book, you will learn how to gain confidence in who you are as a mother, handle unhealthy thinking patterns when they appear in your mind, and position yourself to achieve mom-life balance. This book is available wherever books are sold, and the link will be in the show notes. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. I am your host and sister in Christ, Tari Kaya Allen Butler. This is a podcast for millennial moms who struggle with limiting beliefs and want to learn how to make over their mindsets and level up their lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Tap in each week for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast where you will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire God's way. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right. So welcome back to all of our vets and returning listeners and welcome to our new listeners to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, We have been in a series this month on all things mommy management, um, all things organizing, getting our lives in order, getting things in order. So we will conclude with today's episode on how to keep your house clean and organized. Now, (laughs) I will say cleaning is my jam. I've already shared with y'all that like organization is my jam. I know that... um, a lot of people like suggest resources for moms to outsource and get people to help with um, like house cleaners and chefs and stuff. But for me, I feel like I can clean my own house. Like I don't mind cleaning my house. I have a system in place for keeping things clean, which I will share with you all. Um, so if I could choose to outsource some help, it would definitely be a personal chef. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to share some tips with you all on how to keep your house clean, how to keep it organized, Um, especially if your house is like with a big family. I know we are a family of five, so there's a lot of laundry. There's a lot of toys and things around the house just over time. 
um, a lot of clutter and mess can come up and just a lot of things in the house for all of us um, as a family of five. So I'll be sharing some tips on that. All right. So just real quick, jumping in. Have you ever had to clean your house every day and still have to clean your house every day? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. Yes, sis. Every day, something has to be cleaned in the house, right? Cleaning is literally a daily task, right? We have to clean our kitchen. We have to clean the dishes. We have to clean the living room, the bathroom our personal rooms, our bodies, like there is always something to clean, period. Now, did you know that there is a direct correlation between the cleanliness of your home and the clarity that you have in your mind? All right, I'm going to repeat that again. There is a direct correlation between the cleanliness of your home and the clarity that you have in your mind, okay? When your home is cluttered, your mind becomes cluttered. It's hard to think, it's hard to plan, and it's hard to act out on anything. When your house is cluttered, it brings a sense of like overwhelming or defeat. It can bring on a sense of depression. You're unable to decide where to even start to clean, so you just leave it how it is. Um, also, clutter can bring a sense of being unprepared or always rushing, always looking for things, trying to find things. I know some people brag that they have an organized mess, <laughs> right? So this is when your things are all over the place, but you know where that one thing is if you need to go find it, <laughs> right? But um, going into today and sharing our tips, I will share, you know, why that's not healthy. So your atmosphere where you live or wherever you are, it sets the tone for how you should behave. Um, and just a quick example for this, think about the seasons. Um, just this weekend, I was sitting on the porch, um, just admiring nature, being outside, admiring the atmosphere. And as of right now, you know, we are transitioning or we have transitioned into the season of fall. So notice like the changes in the atmosphere and how the things in nature change their behaviors and how we have to change our behaviors as well as a result of the atmosphere changing. So like I said, we're in fall, right? Notice the atmosphere for fall. It feels cooler outside. The wind has cooled off. The trees, um, the leaves on the trees are starting to change colors. They're starting to fall off of the trees. We have to change the way that we dress, right? So we might have to grab jackets and sweaters and dress a little warmer as a result of the atmosphere changing. And we also have to adjust the temperatures in our home. Now, I will say fall is my favorite season for a number of reasons. But one reason is that light bill, because baby, <laughs> I'm raising my windows. I'm letting that cool, fresh air in and turning off my air conditioning. Um, to hopefully lower that bill, right? But based off the things that I just said, look at how we all have to um, switch our behavior or change our behavior as a result of the atmosphere changing, right? So the atmosphere depicts your behavior. Cleaning will always be on our to-do list, right? So when it comes to your atmosphere or your home, 
um, and it depicting your behavior. This goes back to like what I was sharing as far as you feeling overwhelmed, right? If there's a bunch of clutter and mess around, it affects your behavior. It makes you not really want to do anything. You start to feel disorganized or feeling overwhelmed from just looking around at all of the stuff that you have to clean up and not knowing where to start. So you just don't do anything at all. Your atmosphere really, really matters for your behavior and it matters for the clarity of your mind, okay? Cleaning will always be on our to-do list. As I shared at the top of this podcast, there's always something to clean, right? Cleaning is literally a daily task. So since we can't get away from cleaning, we have to create a system in order to stay on top of cleaning. As we all know, cleaning will not happen by itself. As the CEO of your home, if you're a mama, if you're the woman of the house, if you're the wife of the house, you are the CEO or the manager of your home. And as I've shared before, CEOs don't just hope for the best, right? Just show up to work and hope everybody knows what to do. No, they identify a need and come up with a plan and delegate that plan as needed. I'm not even going to go into detail about delegating tasks to people in your house to clean because I have shared that <laughs> on several other episodes. So, of course, that's one way to keep your house clean. Don't feel like you got to do everything by yourself if you have other family members who live with you. Your kids can clean. Your husband can help and pitch in. It does not all have to fall on you, sis. Okay. All right, so now we're going to hop into five ways to keep your house clean. One of the first things that you can do is to make sure that um, everything has a place to go. If you don't have a place to put something, it won't get put anywhere. So, for example, at my house, I have a toy box in my living room. It's in the corner of the house. Everyone knows that all the toys go in this one place. So when it's the end of the day, toys are spread out in the living room, spread out in the hallway. Maybe there's a toy or two in the kitchen. When I say it's time to clean up these toys, everybody knows this one designated spot that all the toys can go to. And this brings me back to my point about it doesn't have to all be on you, sis. A child a two, as young as two years old knows how to pick something up and put it into a container. So that's my um, my six-year-old and my two-year-old's job. When we're cleaning up and getting things ready for the night, they know to go around the house, pick up all them toys, and put it in that toy box. That's something that they know how to do. Um, so that's a place that the toys have to go. Now, if we didn't have a place for the toys to go, they would probably just stay all around the house randomly, stepping on stuff at the end of the day, just no designated spot to go. So, for example, like I just shared, we have that toy box where our toys, everyone knows this is the place that it goes. Another example I have is where I put my clothes. Now, I realized that once I figured out a place for all of my clothes to go, doing laundry was not that big of a deal or wasn't that bad for me, right? So with my clothes, I literally have a place for all of my things to go. In my drawer for my dresser, I have a drawer for my shirts. I have a drawer for my bottoms, like shorts and yoga pants and stuff. I have a drawer for my underclothes, like my sports bras, underwear, socks, stuff like that. 
And in the closet, um, you know, there's specific clothes that I hang up there. Once I got this system in place, y'all, when it came to folding and putting away my laundry, I found it a lot easier and less likely to just leave my stuff in the basket or in the dryer because I feel overwhelmed about where to put my things. Now, I will say the setup of my home goes to show how my system works. Now, me and my husband, we both have our own closets. My closet <laughs> and my dresser space is way more organized than his is. He doesn't have a specific drawer that he puts specific things or his uh, closet. He just kind of, you know, folds and pushes things up there. He might hang it up. He might not. It is what it is. And I'll even help with his laundry. But I find myself catching anxiety when it comes to putting his stuff away because he doesn't have a specific place <laughs> to put his things. And you may be thinking, well, why don't you do it for him? I have. I have organized down to the T his closet and drawers before, and it just ended right back up <laughs> in a disorganized way. Now, he's like that person that I shared at the beginning that feels like, I know where my things is when I need to get it, I can get to it. Okay, if that works for you, whatever. But I have to have some type of order and a place for everything. It really helps. Um, another example is my hair products and my accessories. So I have a um, like a skinny little storage closet in my house in the hallway, and I have a place for all of my hair products to go in this um, in this space. So I keep my combs and my brushes in one container. All combs and brushes go there. My shampoo and conditioner, they have a specific spot um, on that shelf, as well as like my bobby pins hair accessories, um, little tiny things like that. I have like a tiny little container that I put those in. And if you are, you know, black girl magic, then you know this is nothing new. That bow box, baby, <laughs> the ultimate bow box where you have all your hair bows, your rubber bands, your beads, all those things. For my daughter, um, all those things go in that place. So this helps to keep things in order. So that's step one. Everything, everything in your house needs to have a place to go. And um, I hope those examples help to give you some, some ideas and some insight. All right. The second thing you can do to keep your house clean is to organize with categories. All right. Organize and categorize everything. So back to my skinny closet I was telling you about. The top layer, there's different shelves um, in this closet. Now, on the top shelf is where I keep all of my hair products, right? All of my hair products and hair materials go on the top layer of this closet. On the second layer of my closet is where I keep my lotions, my creams, my soap, deodorant, nail care, like body self-care type things, body washes, all that. I keep on the second shelf. And on the last shelf is where I keep my towels and washcloths. So each shelf has a category. Each shelf has a theme. So when somebody grabs something, you should know where to put it back. It has a place to go by the category. In my kitchen, I have my things put away by category. So um, in my cupboards, I have a place for my plates, my bowls, my silverware, pots and pans. I also have a place for all of my spices, my seasonings, and my sauces. 
So I don't just throw everything in the cabinet, just wherever it will fit. Like there's a place and a category for each item that I put away. Also in my closet, I hang my clothes up by category. Now, some of you might be thinking, sis, it don't take all this. <laughs> it does, y'all. It does. And it helps bring so much, like I said, clarity and peace of mind. Hence, mom keys to mental peace from me doing this work on the back end. So in my closet, I hang my things up by category. All of my shirts are together. All of my pants are together. My dresses, my jackets, etc. Everything is hung up in a category beside each other. All right. So that's tip number two is to organize with categories. The third thing you can do to keep your house clean is identify your high needs areas. So I don't know if y'all know, but like... <laughs> My mama always used to say, like, when you take a bath, you need to make sure that you hit your hot spots, right? That's your armpits and that's your private areas, your two private areas. If you don't wash nothing else, you need to get those areas, right? Well, we need to look at our home that same way, too. What are those hot spot areas in your house? Or what are those areas that are high needs or high traffic and will always need cleaning? One area is your kitchen. Your kitchen is a daily clean. It has to be cleaned every day, especially if you have cooked something. So you need to be sure that you are washing your dishes daily. Um, I just hopped onto the dishwasher bandwagon. I was today years old <laughs> when I started using it. And baby, it's a huge game changer. Now, I will say I don't put my big pots and stuff in the dishwasher. I hand wash those. But like my bowls, plates, silverware, cups, things like that, I put in the dishwasher and it has cut my kitchen cleaning time in half because I'm not standing at the sink one by one washing each dish. So shouts out to the dishwasher. OK, definitely use that. Utilize that to help you out. You want to be sure that you're wiping down your countertops. Um, sweeping and mopping. Now, I don't mop every night. Um, I use my Swiffer to hit like those hot spots that I might see on the floor. But a, a sweep needs to be done daily. I can't believe how much trash <laughs> that I sweep up every day after we eat and stuff. And it's just like, what are we doing <laughs> as a unit, right? But it needs to be swept. The floor needs to be swept and mopped daily in the kitchen. And be sure that you're taking out your trash regularly. This is something my oldest son does. Shouts out to him. That is his job. He knows it. And I'm appreciative appreciative of him for that. Um, your bathroom is another high needs area in your house. All right. A lot of high traffic. A lot of people are in and out and using it. Be sure that you're cleaning the inside, the top and outside of your toilet. If you have boys, some of their pee trickles all the way down around the toilet. And that brings like a, a little pee scent in the bathroom. That's not what we're looking for. Make sure the whole toilet is being washed, not just the inside, okay? Um, clean your tub. I know I've seen a meme about like uh, us putting down that comet <laughs> and walking away, letting it marinate like seasoning. Yes, that's my favorite thing to do for the tub. Make sure that you're cleaning your tub out. Just think about what all is going in the tub, like the dirt and body cells and stuff from your skin is just building up in the bottom of that tub. Um, and, and especially if you have little ones that you're giving like sit down bubble baths, that tub needs to be clean. 
consistently. All right. So make sure that that's clean. I just keep all that stuff in the bathroom, the Comet, the Clorox spray and a brush just to hit it um, as needed. Um, make sure that you change your shower liner, y'all. So what I just said about like the, the body cells and stuff falling in your tub, that dirt, it builds up on your shower liner too, right? Have you ever looked down at your shower liner and it has like brown spots and dirt and stuff on it? That's your sign that, hey, I need to change the shower liner and get a new one. Um, I know some people wash their shower liner. Um, I think that's more of a preference thing. Either way, it needs to either be changed out or it needs to be cleaned. Um, be sure that you're wiping down the sink in your bathroom from like toothpaste or maybe you're doing makeup and stuff and it's staining your sink. Make sure that you sweep and mop your bathroom floor as well. I know this is where a lot of hair can be picked up at in this area. So you want to be sure that it's regularly swept um, and take out your trash, change your trash in the bathroom as well. All right. And the third hot spot area to keep clean is your living room, right? This is a high traffic area. So make sure that you're picking up things off of the floor. If you have carpet, make sure you're vacuuming. If you have hardwood floors, make sure you're sweeping. Um, if you have pillows and stuff on your couches, assort them regularly. Um, and dust and wipe down areas in your living room, maybe like the TV stand, the window seal, things like that that need to be dusted. Make sure you're staying on top of that. All right. So that is the third tip is to identify your high needs areas, which we said is the kitchen, the bathroom, and the living room. Your room, you know, kind of is what it is. It shouldn't be a bunch of people back there anyway. But, you know, your room, I would suggest, you know, try to keep it clean. But those are your three main hotspot areas, okay? The fourth thing you can do is get rid of clutter. Ugh. This is my favorite thing. My family cannot stand me and my definition of clutter. Okay. Uh, a piece of paper on the floor is clutter to me <laughs> and I'm getting rid of it. So anything that you are not using needs to be thrown away or given away. Anything that you're not using needs to be thrown away or given away. Okay. Um, if, I would say if you haven't touched something in like three months, that's a clear sign like, I ain't using this. It needs to be given away or thrown away. When you have a lot of stuff in your house that you don't use or that you don't need, you don't have anywhere to put the things that you do need and use. So this goes back to my first tip about making sure that you have somewhere to put all of your things. When you have stuff that you don't need already in a place, there's no room to put the things that you do use and need. So make sure that you're clearing that stuff out. Donate old clothes and shoes to clear space. Um, this was something that helped me, like I said, when it comes to putting away my laundry. And this is something that would help my husband as well if he took this tip. He has so many like white t-shirts. I can't, I can't explain how many. And it's like, sir, you're not wearing all of those. You can give some of those shirts away, throw them away, whatever, but they need to be taken out. Um, once I had started donating clothes and shoes, and I do this for myself and for my kids, because, um, you know, kids grow, seasons change. What they were able to fit one year, they're not able to fit the next year. So I do a lot of donating and cleaning out our clothes. Um, and this helps with being able to put away clothes and things that they're actually wearing and using, okay? Throw out open mail and random papers that are stuffed in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe every black family has that one drawer where there's a bunch of papers, um, takeout soy sauce packs, ketchup packs, hot sauce packs, a uh, little plastic silverware, like that, <clears throat> that junk drawer. Clean that stuff out. <laughs> Throw that stuff out of that drawer immediately, okay? Throw out or donate old toys that your children don't play with anymore. This is something we have done as well. So I know I said I had a toy box in the living room, but my kids used to have one in their room as well. And I realized that they never, ever touched that toy box in the room. Nobody ever even considered that toy box. So what do we do? We donated some of those toys and threw out anything that was broken and made room um, in our closet for that space. And I'm so grateful we did that. Also, you need to throw out or donate old appliances that you are no longer using or that no longer work. Y'all, I was cleaning out my kitchen one day and I came across three blenders, three of them. Two of them weren't even working. So they're just sitting in my cabinet taking up space. Nobody's using them and they don't even work. So I threw them out. So maybe you have like an old toaster, old blenders, whatever type of appliances that you aren't even using or don't work. Go ahead and get rid of that stuff, sis. <laughs> okay. So that's the fourth tip is to get rid of clutter. And the fifth and final tip um, to help you keep your house clean is to schedule days that certain things will be clean. This helps you to show up on a specific day instead of randomly trying to figure out when you will get it all done. So for my home on Tuesdays, that's my um, younger kids laundry day, my six and two year old, which shouts out to my mother-in-law. She does their laundry for me. So I just drop it off to her on Tuesdays. She washes and folds everything. And then my six year old puts it away herself. So that's Tuesdays. On Sundays, I wash me and my husband's laundry. And on Saturday, Jameer does his own laundry, my oldest son. Um, I suggest that you do laundry on a day that you will finish it all completely instead of leaving clothes in the basket or the dryer because just having baskets of clothes sitting around or that pile of clothes on your bed in your room definitely brings a sense of clutter, of uncleanliness. And like we said, we're trying to keep our minds clear and our atmosphere matters for how we behave. I will say nights that I've had laundry on my bed and I try to sleep, I don't sleep as as peacefully as um, when my bed is cleared off or everything is put away and nice and neat. I feel a little more, you know, relaxed and refreshed when I lay down. So it really does matter, y'all. Um, when it comes to laundry, outsource help for laundry or teach your kids how to do laundry. Um, teach them either how to do the full wash on their own or you can teach them at least how to put their things away. Like I said, my six-year-old puts hers and uh, my two-year-old's laundry away. And my 13-year-old, he does all his laundry himself, okay? When you have a place that everything goes, it's easier um, for them to do it on their own. So the way that I describe the organization in my room for my clothes is the same setup for my kids. So my daughter knows where to put her underclothes, her like jogger pants and shorts, her t-shirts, and what goes in the closet to hang up because we have that system in place. Sunday is deep cleaning the bathroom day. My oldest son does that. And Saturdays I use for vacuuming, dusting, 
um, any type of cleaning, whoops, any type of cleaner that I may not have touched um, that previous week. So um, just another quick bonus tip for you all is to, you know, to set the atmosphere in your home is to get some type of like plugins and air fresheners for your house or light you a candle, set the mood. I think the scent really matters for your house. I just love coming home from a long day, walking in my house and like that warm vanilla scent or whatever plugin I have just fills the atmosphere, right? I love that. Um, so like I said, get you some plugins. Um, I have two, like one in my living room and one in the hallway. And it just kind of, you know, swishes through the house <laughs> enough for me. But, you know, get what you need for your space. Um, add like a little pop of greenery to your atmosphere, right? It can be a fake plant or a real plant. Y'all see my, you know, fake greenery that I have here behind me. Because I don't really keep up with like watering plants and stuff. But there's just something about a pop of greenery in your home that just brings like a, a calming sense or a peaceful sense or just this nature feel like it really does um, set the mood for the, the atmosphere in your home. Um, also get you some cute wall art. I know that like Marshall's um, has wall art uh, that's not really that much. Um, Hobby Lobby, they're really big on wall art. Um, so get you something cute, you know, to put up in your room, your living room, your house or whatever to look at to set that atmosphere. And if you um, have a lot of things that you have to put away, get you some cute storage bins. I know they have like those wooden knit kind of bins or some clear bins or whatever. Just get something that you can start to put things in. Because again, it's, if you don't have anywhere to put your things, it's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to be out and sitting around. All right. So that is all that I have for you all today. I do want to leave you with um, this quick list of five minute chores. If you feel like, girl, I hear you, but I just don't have time to do all of those things. Here's a list of five minute chores, y'all. You can choose to do one of these things either once a day throughout the week. So that'll be seven things done or say you're home for the weekend. You can do one of these every hour or every two hours or share it out with your kids to do. All of these take only five minutes to do y'all fold one load of laundry, change your sheets, empty the dishwasher, clean the microwave, sweep the floor in one room, clean the litter box. If you got cats, Give the animals food and water. Dust one room in the house. Wipe the front of the kitchen cabinets. Clean the toilet. Clean the mirror in the house. Now pause on that mirror. So y'all know when people take mirror pics, and I've done this before, and the caption is dirty mirror. Right here it says that it takes five minutes. And I would even say less than five minutes. Clean that mirror, sis. <laughs> clean your mirrors off, okay? Um, clean the toilet. Well, we already said that. Tidy up those house papers. So all that open mail that's just stuffed in that drawer, throw that stuff away. Wipe down the dining room table. Wipe off the windowsill. Clean under the couch. Whoo, baby. <laughs> that couch can be a disaster, like in the pillows and under it. So this would be something great to do for five minutes. 
wipe down the kitchen counters and clean out old food in the refrigerator. That's another favorite thing of mine. I love wiping down my refrigerator, wiping it out, cleaning it out, throwing away old stuff and just seeing like this clear, clean canvas <laughs> to add more stuff into. All right. So quick reflection question. What is the tone of your current atmosphere in your house? How would you rate the mood or the atmosphere in your house? And what steps can you take today to readjust your atmosphere if you feel like it is, you know, cluttered and overwhelming? All right. So that is all that I have for you all today. If you are not, please follow me on both Facebook and Instagram. I would love to have you join the Mom Keys to Mental Peace email list where I share out weekly blogs and um, resources that I don't share on social media. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you listen to, as well as my YouTube channel where I upload the live recorded videos. And if you've been enjoying this podcast, be sure to rate, share it out, and leave a review. All right? So thank you all for tuning in this week, and I will talk to you all soon. Bye.